Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. In a world where the success of an industry depends upon the creative ability of a few, greatness must be recognized. You may recognize that phrase and perhaps even that voice. That's Don LaFontaine. And Don kind of made that phrase famous, even took it to TV. He was in a TV commercial where he made a, you know, kind of spoofed himself, if you will. In a world where both of our cars were totally underwater. A great voice actor, and he did just tons and tons of trailers. And you know where it's led to? A feature film. Right. <laughs> Not right. for Don, per se, although he is in it. But we're going to talk today about In a World. Perhaps you've seen it playing on screens in your area. Right. And and if you haven't, a little background on the film. Uh, it is a, uh, a comedy mm-hmm. uh, written and directed by Lake Bell, who is one of those actresses you've probably seen around on TV. Uh, has a really great cast in, as well. Uh, Ken Marino is in it, and um, Rob Corddry, Dimitri Martin, uh, a lot of really great recognizable faces. And, and so, um, Warren, when you say Don LaFontaine was in it, it's in uh, archival footage because un- sure, unfortunately sure. Don uh, passed, passed away a few, a few years, years ago. Back, yeah. um, but it's sort of this movie about a woman who is a, a vocal coach whose dad is a legendary voice actor, kind of a, a sort of Don LaFontaine type, yes, if absolutely. you will. Yeah. Uh, and she's trying to, you know, of course, live up to his sort of uh, expectations and the parameters he set. And so she has an opportunity to um, try out for a movie trailer voiceover. They want to resurrect the in a world phrase, which has has kind of been gone since Don LaFontaine passed. True, so. true. Not only that, but it did. Uh, it was during a time when voice acting was kind of male-dominated, mm-hmm. and especially the movie trailer business. And when you stop and think about it, you don't hear a lot of female voices on movie trailers. So that's the whole premise for the film, and I would almost call it a romantic comedy, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it definitely and has a, some relationships some, in it. Right, exactly. But what I liked about it, what was nice is that even though it, it does have those sort of Hollywood, um, you know, uh, stand and the romantic comedy aspect. This is a movie uh, largely about voiceovers. Mm-hmm. It's clearly um, somebody who has some experience in the voiceover field has put this film together. Uh, it's not just a movie that's a, like a romantic comedy, you know, with Matthew McConaughey and Sarah yeah, Jessica Parker, right. and they just happen to work in the voiceover world. This is a movie, by and large, about the world of voiceovers. And yeah. so we thought we'd kind of talk about it today and, and share some thoughts about it. Yeah, with and all what, of was, you. what was real and what perhaps was a little stretched for Hollywood, which <laughs> right. happens now and again. Now, right. I'll tell you what I like most about our, our night out at the movies, Mike, the popcorn. <laughs> I, I'm just, I really enjoyed the popcorn. It was Twizzlers for me, but, yeah, right, you know. <laughs> exactly. No, uh, honestly, a very enjoyable movie, even for folks like Mike and I that can who can be a little critical. Mike and I, or Mike especially, is a great... I don't a, know a what great, you're talking about. Well, you're just a, you're a great movie critic. <laughs> well, thank okay? you. Yeah, no, you do a great job, and um, and, and you're actually he's known in that circle a, a, a bit through the internet, and, mm-hmm. and that's terrific. So, when I go to the movies with Mike, I'm, I'm going to I know I'm going to get the the real scoop here. He's going to tell me in the car on the way home that really stunk, you know. And 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 we didn't talk that way. We were very impressed not only by the performances but by how the whole movie was laid out. You know what I really liked about it? It was like 92 minutes long, right? right? A lot of movies just don't know when to end. 
and mm-hmm. and she just came up and, and I say she Lake Bell you know directed this wrote it and stars in it uh, she just knew exactly you know when to to bring this to a conclusion and, and still make it a, a fun experience yeah and you know what's good about it too is that as a comedy it would have been easy to poke fun at the voiceover industry and while there are jokes dealing with voiceovers it's <laughs> it's never satirical this is not a, a Christopher Guest type of comedy it is really I think fairly reverential to the voiceover field and yeah. shows um, you know what a, a great field it can be now there were like you said there were some things that were very accurate and some things that I, that yeah. we felt were a little I, inaccurate I very rarely when I'm getting ready to uh, to go do a, a voiceover piece go <laughs> into the microphone or you know I can't even do it see right um, and, and I don't do rubber baby buggy bumpers and all that stuff now maybe some folks do but sure. I, I haven't run into too many guys that do that right there was definitely a, a I think kind of an overemphasis on the physical warm-ups there was you know voice actors in the sauna and doing you know all these exercises and push-ups and and like you said rubbing you know doing the lips and everything like that it was definitely um, overplayed yeah, a little yeah. bit and, and of course that was for the fun right it was funny to, to, to you know make it interesting and there were some laugh out loud moments which is great and some pathos along the way too yep. I, I yep. thought uh, the, you know the storyline was was terrific it really is about a, a father-daughter you know relationship mm-hmm. and uh, and you know comes to a I think a, a reasonable conclusion. Right. And it is kind of uh, also an ensemble comedy. There are definitely uh, multiple characters who all get a little bit of the screen time, you know. Yeah. Um, but one of the other things I did like about it, Warren, was I felt like all of the times when they were in a recording studio mm-hmm. and they were recording, I felt were portrayed pretty accurately. Yeah. You know, yeah. they had the, the microphone and the booth set up all looked very real. Right. I think they were clearly recorded in real recording studios. Um, the way people interacted, the, um, you know, the number of people in the booth and the way they talked in between takes and right. stuff like that. It, it all reminded me of very many, real. many voiceover sessions that I've been in. Very real. Not your WKRP in Cincinnati uh, <laughs> depiction of what radio was, which, you know, for radio people, People, we realize that they really stretched that a lot. Right. Um, so no, that you're right. It really was uh, very true to form uh, and treated um, this uh, as an art form in addition to a business. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what voice acting is. Yeah, and there's actually also some uh, cameos by real uh, legendary yes. voice actors. Oh yeah. Um, you'll see a few of them in there in like interviews and stuff like that, and a couple of scenes like a Hollywood party. And so um, mm. there's definitely some recognizable voices, uh, maybe a couple of recognizable faces. But um, and uh, you know it's. It's a lot of fun, and so we just thought we'd draw it to your attention. The movie is called In a World. It's in a world, dot, dot, dot. Um, right now, it's in limited release, so it's mostly going to be playing at your art house theaters, um, or if you have like a really big multiplex that kind of branches out, you know, beyond the usual, you know, Fast and the Furious sure. and stuff like that. Um, and but, if it's come and gone already, which it may have, I think you'll find it'll probably be one of those that comes out on DVD rather quickly. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, or on demand, exactly. Uh, exactly. So, so uh, definitely worth checking out if it's in your neighborhood uh, uh, in a world and uh, I think you'll you'll get a laugh but you'll get a pretty realistic look at what voice acting is all about yeah it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun for people who have an interest in the voiceover field uh, we both felt like you you'll really enjoy it now if you haven't been formally introduced to the business of voice acting here's a great way to start it's a single evening adult education class you may have heard about called getting paid to talk for almost 20 years we've been offering this class through universities colleges schools and recreation programs across North 
America. And this fall, we may just be in your town. That's right. The week of October 14th, look for our class in Frederick, Rockville, and Baltimore, Maryland. Albany, New York. Hey, I know where that is. Hmm. And Washington, D.C. Also in Williamsburg, Charlottesville, Arlington, and Manassas, Virginia. And Newark, Georgetown, and Wilmington, Delaware. For dates and times of when we'll be near you, all you have to do is call our toll-free number, 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, where we're always excited to hear from you. We love to get your questions, your comments, your topic suggestions. Uh, and hey, why not send in your movie review requests, too? You know, <laughs> you uh, you know I've, I've been dying to talk about Iron Man 3, so I'm sure we could work that in somehow. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, remember, you can always follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. I, I like you whether you're on Facebook or not, Mike. <laughs> well, thanks, Warren. I like you, too. Well, thanks. This Mutual Admiration Society will be back next week. Join us then. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. All right. Hey, we just did our first movie review for our podcast. It only took 220 episodes <laughs> for them go. to make it a movie about Pretty voiceovers. Neat. Pretty neat. By What's, the way, yes. last night, uh, <clears throat> now I'm choking. Uh-huh, so last night, I, I watched that um, uh, CD or DVD that Don made yeah, 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 right. on the air like 10 years ago. Yep. And you're not the first guy to say... Um, absolutely, many times. <laughs> I'm standing there next to Debbie Onslow, and we're pitching around this Engelbert Humperdinck thing, uh-huh. and I I must have at least once in each break said absolutely to her. <laughs> that's awesome. Isn't that something? So see, maybe I picked it up from you. <laughs> it's possible. Maybe that's what happened. I just, you know, I learned from the best, so I just take all your habits, good or bad. There you go. <laughs> That's but, hysterical. Uh, that was that was. I'm sitting there laughing, saying, "Oh God, Mike's got nothing on me." <laughs> <laughs> and hey, kudos because also another first 220 episodes. We've never had the occasion to say Engelbert Humperdinck in that's an episode, true. and, and frankly, true. I think that's a travesty. So it's about time. <laughs> Thank you, sir. But remember, you can also follow. <clears throat> Boy, Boy, almost. Almost made it through. You realize we just did that without any outtakes? I know. Luckily, I was ranting and raving while you were out of the room, so uh, (laughs) we have plenty, plenty to finish the episode with. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. You'll love it. Remember, you can also always follow us. Almost also always. Almost almost always always also always also. Uh, Rubber baby buggy bumper. See, (laughs) if I had said that beforehand, I could have gotten that out. Okay. I may or may not have recorded a two-minute or so diatribe about how you um, are a Hollywood diva and the things that you make us in the office do here um, <laughs> with your rampant Hollywood diva behavior. Just, I'm just saying, I may or may not have done that. I, I don't know, really. I'm not really responsible for my actions when you're not in the room, so... Okay. Just figured I'd, I'd let you know that there there's a potential that that could have happened. That's a new one. Yeah, well, you leave me in a room with a live microphone for five minutes and dangerous things happen. <laughs> so... Okay. Should be quite the outtakes this week. All right. (laughs) That's the snap of a satisfied microphone. Check, check. All right, levels look good. So here's what's happening, folks. Warren forgot to type up an important part of the podcast, so he's at his desk right now doing that, and I'm already in the studio with the microphone, which means I can say anything I want to about Warren because he's not here. Usually, you know, we're here at the same time, so I can't I can't tell the truth about Warren. But um, I thought it was time now for uh, the truth to come out. Um, you know, you've you've heard me joke on the show before about Warren being a, a you know a diva sometimes, and you know he likes to have things his way. Um, but that's just it doesn't even begin to to cover 
the breadth of his diva-like behavior. For example, when we're not on the air, you guys don't know this, I, he makes me call him Sir Warren. Everybody in the office actually has to refer to him as Sir Warren. Uh, and if you don't call him that, he, gets, he actually just won't even answer you. He doesn't just get upset. He won't even respond to you until you say... Sir Warren. So you're like, sometimes you're like, hey, Warren, can you uh, send me that email? And you, nothing. And I'm like, oh, he's sitting like five feet away from me. What? Does not hear me? I'm like, Warren. And then I'm like, Ugh. Sir Warren, could you please send me that email? And of course, then don't you know my inbox? Bing, you have a new email. That's the kind of guy that Warren really is. I know he sounds very friendly on the podcast and all. Do not be fooled by his demeanor because he is... Uh, He's got a touch of the Hollywood to him. You know, he's, he's been on the radio for a long time. He's on the podcast. We've won two awards. And, and frankly, over the years, his head has just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger with every episode. So, um, you know, if you meet him in the street someday and you, you ask him for an autograph or to stop for a picture and he turns you down, don't be surprised. I'm just saying, you know, that's, that's the kind of guy he is. So I felt like it was time 220 some odd episodes in for, you know, for people to realize that, uh, you know, Warren Garling is uh, is just not the uh, affable, friendly fellow he pretends to be on the show. So um, be, keep that in mind next time you listen. You might hear his comments about me in a different light. All right, he's probably coming back now. So I'm going to sign off, and uh, if all goes well, he'll he'll never hear this, but but you all will. So we'll keep this just between us, podcast listeners and co-host. Got it? Deal? Excellent. Thank you for your... Ah, thank you for your time. And in related news, Mike Spring has gotten two dogs. Thereby answering the age-old question, who let the dogs out? Because it was me. Or actually, maybe I let them in. To my heart. Aww. I don't even know who I'm talking to right now, actually. There's nobody in here, and I'm just not um, enjoying sitting in an empty room waiting for Warren. So I thought, well, let me uh, let me get onto the old microphone there and see what magic I can uh, come up with. The answer is not a lot, clearly, judging by what I'm saying right now. So, But I do have my sultry morning voice going. Just a little touch of the raspiness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. <sighs> Being a podcast co-host is a tough life. Who's gonna dance with me? Please stay. And I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm Though it's easy to pretend I know you're not a fool Should have known better than to cheat a friend And waste the chance that I've been given Now I know it's gonna be I lost the words Now I danced And now I'm never gonna dance again The way I danced with you Whoa, whoa. A little careless whisper, because it's, you know, on the radio right now, outside, so I could hear it, and it just, how can you not sing along to careless whisper? I mean, wham, George Michael. It's, I mean, really, folks, it's kind of a, it's kind of a necessity, isn't it? I mean, what kind of American are you if you don't sing along to a British pop duo from the 80s, you know, biggest hit song? I mean, really. 
least it wasn't waking me up before you go-go. Then I'd have to dance, too. Jitterbug. Do-do-do, jitterbug. See, that's, that's just, you can't, you can't stop once you start that stuff. I know, I know you all know what I'm talking about. Hello. <laughs> I can't quite get to where CeeLo goes. I'm not the only person who's singing along to the radio. <laughs> I was singing uh, Careless Whisper while you were gone. Oh, jeez. And I have it on tape for posterity.